your crown Come on, y'all, let's turn up the sound uh, If it's slide and put it on back Yeah, that's right, put it on track This is the crown Hey guys, it's Fancy Patrice And I'm back with another episode of Crowned and I'm so excited to have a co-host today, my friend Brady. Brady. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm glad that you wanted to join me. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> about this, trying to see what it's about. <laughs> so I want to do a quick intro of Brady. Um, Brady was one of the first people that reached out when um, I crossed into Greek them. And I don't care what anybody says, there is a stigma about grad chapters coming over. And Brady was just so warm and welcoming me and my line sisters. And I just think that that just started our friendship. Really good dude. Seeing what he does in the community as well, just in social life. And that's why I wanted you to be on the show today. <laughs> so we're going to start with Fancy Stars. So this week, we had so much going on between Kanye going to meet with Trump, Mm -hmm. and then we had some new music. So I really just wanted to talk about, um, like, the hip-hop scene and different things that are coming out. So Wayne came out, what, a week or so ago? Sound about right, about a week ago. Did you like it? So I'm I'm a Wayne fan, like, old-school Wayne fan. Like, Carter Wayne was probably my favorite, but back in the day, Hot Boy stuff, too. Yeah. So I will be honest and say that it wasn't his best work. Uh, Mona Lisa was crazy, but a lot of other people saying how bad it was and how it could be so much better. These are people that aren't Wayne fans that yeah. thought that Quavo's album was fire. And <laughs> there wasn't like one lyrical line in the, the whole album. So yeah, I actually listened um, to Quavo this morning because I knew I was gonna ask that question. They were good beats. Yeah. And he want to dance. That was it. And yeah. like he was literally saying like Alip, Alip, Alip yeah. on one song. <laughs> So you like that, but you didn't like Wayne. All right, cool, cool. I tried to get through it. I couldn't really listen to Wayne all the way through because it was just, it was very yeah. dry. Like It's not his best work, but if you actually do listen to it without the, see, now we're in 2018, now we want to hear the beats, so we want to be able yeah. to dance. So if you think about it, if you listen to it, just to listen to the lyrics and what he's saying, the, the bars were crazy. Like, he still had crazy bars, it just wasn't his best work. Yeah. But. And I, I tried, um, I like Kendrick. But when somebody's featured on your song and they body it more than... You think Kendrick bodied Mona Lisa more than Wayne? Yes. They're sick. No? They're sick. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Kendrick. He's not my favorite just because he's too much of a lyricist. Like, I like lyrics, but I need to... That's deep. I don't want it was that all too the deep. time. My, my normal life is deep. Yeah. So when I'm not in my day-to-day routine, when I want to relax, I need something in the middle. But um, on Mona Lisa, I was kind of like, you know what he reminded me of? Kendrick reminded me of the character he played on Power when he was doing um, that, when he had his verse on the line. I don't know if you saw Power now or if you watched Power, but he played like this uh, crackhead, basically. Okay. Um, homeless, crackhead, dope fiend type of groove. Um, crackhead by societal's definition. I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah. But anyway, but he just sounded like just very high and, and, and not with it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was, Okay. Yeah, I'm one of the, like, 10% that doesn't watch Power. Sorry. That's weird, to be honest. But, you know, it's cool. I still like you. Yeah, thanks. still love you. you know, God loves you, too. Thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, and LMA, did you listen to it yet? Mm, 
No, you're not LMA. It's like yeah. R&B. Okay. I haven't gone. <laughs> okay, so what about Trip? So they play that song out. I've been tripping. Oh, I'm so you know what? I just found out today. It was like King Kieran. How you say his name? Yeah, um, that's him. So he was. He did a little music video talking about in 2035 um, how it would be when when people try to do covers and then he'd come on and say how covers used to be back in his day, referring to right now. And you know, I just realized that he did a cover of that song. I thought it was like a whole separate song. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was his song. Yeah, but it was. But you know, Buddha. That's her too. Buddha. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. I like. I like. Okay, here's my thing on Buddha. See, everybody loves that song. Oh wait, no, wait. I'm digressing. Let me talk about something else. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. It's until I get over you. Yeah. Or something like that. Until I find something new. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, everybody wants that to be like the perfect love song, and this is for me and my boo. But she says until she finds something new at the end of the hook so I don't want nobody that I'm with trying to find, find something, something new, new. <laughs> like, I don't know that tell you that I don't even be listening to it I just be singing see y'all be with the beats y'all don't pay attention <laughs> that's my little song <laughs> okay I think that was all I have um, the three anybody I miss that came out this last week last oh the last couple weeks you know Eminem dropped his little thing yeah I saw a little bit about that but I don't really listen to him you don't listen to Eminem I know here I am <laughs> Talk about the bitch. Everybody else. <laughs> is it? Now, let me ask you a question. Why don't you listen to him? Does that have anything to do with the color of his skin? No, not at all. I just, okay. I don't know. I've just never been an Eminem fan. I okay. watched The Green Mile, but that was like okay. Eight Mile. Is that what? The Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> Eight miles. The green miles with a big black man on the Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought that's why I caught myself. You're right. Oh, <laughs> Eight miles. So I think like and I was young. Mm-hmm. We're close to age. Like we were, mm-hmm. we were like what, eleven, twelve? Eight miles used to go though. Like I knew all the the rap battles. I knew it, it was great. But um I I skipped through Eminem since you're not really an Eminem fan. We'll leave that alone. It was good. Um, you can talk about it because I'm sure some people listened to it. Well, I won't say it was. I mean, it wasn't bad. So it, again, it's the thing where it depends on the type of music you want to hear. He has okay. crazy bars. Like he's just a lyricist by nature. But in 2018, everybody wants to hear the beats that make him stand up and yeah. dance. And you know, yeah. I will say MGK that a little rap battle thing going. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Um, rap battle term personal and. Eminem dropped one uh, about MGK. MGK fired back. MGK has bars, too. It's crazy. Okay. Didn't even know it. But last one I'm going to tell you about, and I'm going to digress. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't even know this dropped. But um, Mo Thorough, do you know who that is? Actually, I saw it on your IG story, and I listened to him, and it was very good. Man. It was very good. That was a good album. Um, we dropped a couple of projects, but that last one I thought it was really good. And then I loved the track that, that a lot of other people probably don't like as much as I did, um, but it was called Talk to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like meeting in the middle with the whole Ratchet Righteous group. Yeah. Like that, that was my thing. Like that was that was my favorite track on there. Motho, he, he puts out some good work. Yeah. I'm a fan. I, I put it on iTunes. I haven't got through the whole thing, but just because of your IG story, I listened to it. It was oh, really good. Thank you. Yeah. So this is like, okay, how did you feel about Kanye? Mm. We're going to touch... I touched on it a little bit last week on the bonus episodes. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I do want your feedback. I just listened to him talk when he was there, and I was concerned for him. Mm, so my question is, did you... 
I have mixed feelings. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what they are in a second. But first, I have a question. Did you listen to him talk? Did you listen to the, the interview, or did you listen to 30 second clips on Instagram? Um, I I watched it on CNN as much as I could. I see. And then I had to stop because I was just so it was cringeworthy. <laughs> so this is where I um I don't want to say the fake news because Trump uses that and he's whack. Um, but this is where they did kind of pick and choose, kind of like when you said the thing about um. Slavery being a choice, where they just put that one little sound bite out, yeah. and then you heard the rest of it, and he kind of really explained what he was trying to say. That was the same type of situation where they, I think they kind of picked and choose what they put out there for people to hear. Um, but if you listen to the entire interview, he had a lot of really good ideas, a lot of really good points. Like he was talking about um, higher education. He was talking about the whole stopping first uh, things that should be no more. Uh, like, yeah, I heard that. He had a lot of great points, but um, they say you know a broken clock is going to be right twice a day. So he did have a lot of good points, but he's still, he's off his rocker. He had a lot of other things that he was talking about that were just egregious. And I was like, yeah, are you joking? Or, I don't know. So it's just hard for, and he keeps wondering why people are missing his message. Um, Because it's not really what you say, it's it's how you say it. There's so much involved behind it. So you can't tell me that you love me and then punch me in the face afterwards and expect me to receive your your message of love. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he's, he's hurting people, but he's trying to uplift them at the same time, and you, you got to pick. You can't do both. You can't. So. That's real. I, I was, I mean, I'm sympathetic towards him because I feel like he has a lot of things that are going on in his life, not just the death of his mother, but, I mean, when he first started coming, when he first came onto the scene, I mean, he was shot, what, like eight? Ten times, and then he did through the wire. Kanye. Yes, and he had his his mouth, his jaw was um, wired shut. Nah, I might be crazy. You know, I never claimed to be the coolest person, and I was a Wayne fan over Kanye. But I don't think Kanye was shot. He had something. Why was his? Mm-hmm. You talking about Fifty Cent? Kanye well, got in a car accident. Okay, well, it messed up his jaw, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was wire shut. Yes, correct. Okay, <laughs> through the wire, that song, right? I was in a very bad crash, and I was supposed to die, and I don't sound like Kanye right now. You're right. That don't I make was you talk there crazy. for you. You were. So I love you. But the point is, that don't make you talk crazy. Right. That just give you a little character, make you appreciate life a little more, love people a little more. And that's, and that's where I was going with that. I think that he has had a lot of traumatic experiences that have kind of shaped his reality right now and i think that's where he is and that's why i'm just very sympathetic to the things that he says and i think that he needs somebody in his corner and to kind of uplift him because everybody right now is no we're shunning like you got to go you're no longer hip-hop black community disowns you this is where we are that's what i see a lot of i hear that so i like to um, I feel like there's multiple sides to the story. Not one, not two, not not his, hers, and the truth. Like I feel like there's a million different sides to the story. So I hear that perspective, um, but I'm also in my mind, not even the back of my mind, somewhere in the middle, closer to the front, is realizing that Kanye's a genius. Um, so he's not confused. He doesn't. He's not unaware of what he's doing. Okay. Um, I think a lot of this is. If things do go well and they do work out, he wants to be the, the, the name that was behind it, the one that say, can say, hey, I did this. And again, the problem is not that he doesn't have great ideas for reform, um, except for the whole releasing Hoover thing. That that was ridiculous. But um, you can't love someone 
you know it's like a, a, a domestic um, violence type of situation when you're when you're in a relationship with somebody and they're always beating you up but they're telling you they love you and they won't do it again I feel like Kanye has done that to us time and time again over the past couple of months yeah um, and so the other thing is I think a lot of the things he do does are intentionally hurtful um, there's nothing that has dropped Drake went on the bronze show on HBO Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of just happened, so you might not be aware of this, but he kind of did a tell-all on how he felt about Scorpion, that Strix album, um, the, the, everything that went into it and everything behind it, and how uh, Push ended up, Pusher Terrence. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know that was his name, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but how he ended up talking about his kid and baby moms and, and stuff like that. But um, basically what happened was Kanye invited Drake out he baited him, he invited him out, said that, you know, he's just on this new groove, trying to be more like a Quincy, he's in a better place in life, raising his family, and he just wants to help everybody be great. Mm. Um, he made a beat for him and said, yo, you can have this, like, wow. and not not you gotta pay me for it, and hey, this is yours. You know what I'm saying? He said he's gonna help him with the project, and um, he told him that, and this is true, I guess, from the people I know in music, but um, for it to work, you gotta kind of be transparent and be open and honest and just so you guys can feel each other's vibes and we can figure out what we're going to do in the studio how we're going to do it so drake ends up telling kanye about his kid he ends up telling them about the problems that he's having with his kid's uh mother um oh wow then they fly him out somewhere else and where he was supposed to work on drake's album with them and what ended up really happening was drake working on kanye's album that kanye first said he wasn't putting anything out until October until now. Mm-hmm. We know Kanye's joint dropped a long time ago. So yeah. he lied about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so after he baited him, made him come out there, help him with his album, told him about his kid, told him about his baby moms, gave all that information to push, and then that's how that whole beef started. Wow. So it's like everyone's saying how Kanye's just misunderstood and um, they empathize with him and people just don't understand where he's coming from. Some of that might be true, but the other side of it is Kanye, he, he's kind of hateful. Yeah. He, he's a jerk. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. So. I had no idea that he was the reason why all that started. Wow. He manipulated. Okay. Well, thank you for that because now you're going to make me reevaluate how I feel. Yeah, it's a lot to swallow. I'm going to text you the clip too. Okay. Well, I clip, I mean like 20 minute story. I'll listen to it. Yeah, it's okay. And the last thing I want to talk about in Fancy's Thoughts is this has nothing to do with hip hop or music, Kanye. But I was just feeling it this week and my face felt it the most and I changed to like a Neutrogena bar <laughs> <laughs> and it just really cleared up my face and I just wanted to talk about how like the simplest things can help put you back on track and that's going to lead into our conversation. So has anything ever like pushed you off track and what pushed you on track? Uh, I don't know how deep. How deep do you want me to go here? Scale down the <laughs> well, we're trying to keep the show within 30 minutes. So. All right. Like a five. Okay. Um, simple things that push me off track. Uh, so one of my jobs, I have like five of them, but one of them I'm a school counselor. Yeah. Um, and it gets stressful when there are adults that uh, intentionally act like children. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. So it's like we all have a job to do, um, and, and the focus is supposed to be on teaching and learning, but you're over here like having power struggles with kids um being disrespectful rude degraded like it's just it's like the simple things that are like why why, why are you here if, if you don't want to help the child succeed so that kind of pushes me off track a little bit um and then really to get focused i cut on my pandora thumbs up station and it um 
it plays gospel songs. Sometimes it plays a little ratchet songs because it's everything you thumbs up. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, every time I cut that station on when I'm in one of those uh, situations, it always plays like a one of those speak to your heart type of praise and worship yep. type of. Right on time. We can make this work. We yes. can make it happen. This happened, but, you know, there's still something to come afterwards. Yeah. So, I don't know. Praise and worship is really my, uh, what pulls me through for a lot of situations. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know what it is, like, this time where I feel like, um, this is in addition to the Neutrogena bar that's put me on track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, like, I just feel like there's haters or I don't feel as supported. But I have come where I say I can't fall into that trap, you know. And I feel like I was falling off track of whatever my goals were by focusing on things that didn't matter. I was very distracted and trying to get approval from other people when I need to be focusing on myself and staying on track with my goals and not being distracted. So this week, as I said before, like I unfollowed Shave Room. I took some time off from social media and just like went to the Lord, like went to the Word, meditated, did things that I really wanted to do and like took the time. Like I'm always on a schedule to do things that I know I have to do, but I did some things for me this week. That's good. Uh, I think I was there at one point too. Um, I wanted to be cool. I just was never cool. <laughs> Brady, um, you are so popular. <laughs> what are you talking no, about? So there's a difference. Like, um, so even in high school, I was like homecoming king, prom king. Like, but I didn't, I didn't feel cool. I just, I just knew people. Like, I, I knew athletes. You know, I knew everybody in the hood. I knew, I knew nerds. I knew, like, I just knew everybody. So, yeah. I don't know. And then in college, things were different too. Like, I just knew some people, or people knew me. I didn't really know a lot of people. That's how I knew I wasn't cool. The people that knew me, I didn't even really. Hey, how are you? Oh, what's up, dude? Like, I didn't really know them. They knew me, I'm saying. Um, But I would want to be cool so bad, so I would do things that I knew people thought were cool. Yeah. Or um, I didn't even like, so here's the thing. If I go out to bars or something now, I might get a drink. Uh, Most of the time, I'm probably drinking ginger beer or or pineapple juice or something like that, just because I don't even really need to get drunk like that. But back then, I knew that drinking was just super cool. So if I go to the bar, I would get like four or five drinks a night, wasting money like that. I don't know. I was just doing things just because I knew that's what was cool. Yeah. Um, but now I'm at a point where instead of letting society define what cool is, you got to drink these drinks or you got to wear those shoes or you can't have colorful socks. I don't even have socks that are black and white. All of my own are colorful. Yeah. Um, it's like your now thing, cool isn't it? it? For sure. Because <laughs> I do what I want. Yeah. And that's what cool is to me now. Like I define it for myself. And if you don't think it's cool, that's cool. <laughs> I got but I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, I think that I don't know, it's just made life so much easier. It took so much weight off of my shoulders when I was living the way I wanted to live instead of trying to live up to somebody else's expectations that doesn't even really care about me. Yeah. So, I don't know. I if agree it with makes you on that. it that was any cool. better, I've always thought you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, currently you say you were a school counselor. Amongst other things. So, tell us some of the other things you got going on. Um, so, I, school counselor and home counselor, uh, life skills that. coach as well. Okay. Um, so, I, I'm also I'm running a nonprofit mm-hmm. um, in year three right now. Um, that's one of the things that um, really takes up a, a lot of time. So, it should have been higher on the list, but I was just trying to figure out if I was going to say it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do a lot 
and when I say a lot, it's like some community, I mean, some nonprofits focus on um, children or some focus on like uh, abuse victims or some are for animals or like there's like a specific focus. Um, ours is, is so uncomfortable because we focus on everything, mental health, academic, uh, physical health, just holistic wellness in general. Yeah. It's just it's just so much involved in it and mainly for youth. Um, and to be more specific, we'll focus on at-risk youth. But if we work with our at-risk youth, we also have to work with their families. So it's just a lot of different people that we're working with. We do different events like uh, the standard school supply drives, uh, Thanksgiving and, and Christmas dinners, things of the sort, winter clothing drives. Uh, we have about four scholarships right now. Um, there's a college and prep program that we have going. We have a summer camp for uh, middle schoolers that happens in the summertime. Um, there's a mentoring program. There's a, 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 a there's like three different types of wellness programs. One's yoga. One is like a hit training type of thing. I, I don't saw know. There's so much going on. You posted it. That was cool. You should come. <laughs> but um, and then out in between the events, there's also like just the general who needs what. If you need something, we can help you make it happen. So we get emails with requests for like clothes or like. Even things like just underwear for their kids, like it's just so many random things that come our way. And so once we get more grants, it'll be easier to do. But right now we're doing it literally by just trying to do different fundraisers within the community or calling people or sending text messages. So it's just it's just a, a, a lot going on and a lot to do. But I feel like we're making a lot of, um, I won't say, I, th I think we're impacting community in positive ways. So I, I'm proud of that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, in addition to the nonprofit, what else am I doing? I'm in school right now. Hopefully, mm -hmm. I get my doctorate. Um, I want to walk in May of 2019. Ooh, Hopefully, I'm done with my dissertation by March, though. Hold on, that flew by. Yeah, you could be done like in it. March, <laughs> May. Yeah. It's been what three years? Yeah, it was long. It ain't done yet, but it's so far it's been a long three years. Um, but when it's over, glory. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, and I fight. I don't know if that's yeah, cool or not. Yeah, that cool is cool. Um, so hopefully I'll be on UFC's big screen making the big bucks one day. So I'll be like a superintendent by day and a face kicker by night. Okay, so is UFC, it's not MMA? It's the same thing. So UFC is is like the name brand. It's Ultimate Fighting Championships. Yeah. Um, MMA stands for Mixed Martial Arts. So I guess the difference would be like a, a Sprite versus a Lemon Lime Soda. Okay. So it's the same thing. One is just a name brand. So right now I'm doing MMA, I'm fighting in random circuits all across the seven cities, D.C. area, things of the sort. Um, but the long-term goal is to be UFC just because that's probably the biggest name right now. Um, there's a lot of other circuits too, Bellator and things like that, but UFC is the, that's where I want to be. Okay. That, when I saw that, I was like, go Brady. <laughs> so how did you determine, have you always wanted to fight? Oh, yeah, I've been fighting my whole life. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. I never knew um, that. So it got to a point where I was getting suspended so much for fighting that my dad thought it would be a good idea to put me in Taekwondo, which some people didn't think makes sense. You get in trouble for fighting, so you do more fighting. Mm -hmm. um, but Taekwondo also helped you with like self-confidence, self-discipline, self-control. So it was everything together to kind of help me focus on when I'm going to fight, when I'm not going to fight. Even if when I was a kid, it was more so just realizing, okay, you can get in trouble for this now. Just yeah. wait till later. And then as I got older... It went from not doing it because I don't want to get in trouble to not doing it to it's, it's just not always necessary. So now it's more of a um, self-defense type of thing or a, um, 
sport type of thing, whereas before it was a if I felt disrespected type of thing. Yeah. Um, but so I did Taekwondo, I wrestled, I did a little bit of Hapkido. Um, so now MMA mixed martial arts just kind of put them all together. So that's what I'm doing now. I also do now I'm doing a little Muay Thai and some Jiu Jitsu too. So I don't know, it's cool. It's a it's a, a rough experience uh, being in the cage, but I haven't taken the L yet, so it's all good. That's what's up. So how do you balance all that and still have a social life? <laughs> how is that done? Uh, that is a great question. Um, still trying to figure it out, but I'm getting a better hang of it, and I think that's because I finally started using the calendar, um, being a little bit more organized. I used to never do it just because I felt like I didn't need to. Right. Um, but now I have like a list of what needs to get done, when it needs to get done. I check things off. So whenever I have a break in my schedule, I'll go kick it. Yeah. Well, I commend you because I think that, well, I was always raised like, you're going to go to school, you're going to become what you want to become, and you're going to live this life. Like, And there's nothing wrong with that. But the older I'm getting, the more I feel like I'm walking in my power and walking in my purpose. And I also love what I do throughout the day, but I also like what I do on the side, like your MMA or, you know, your in-home and your nonprofit. And I just commend people who, you know, do their passions and still do what they went to school to do. So, A lot of people wanted me to either stop um, the MMA or the nonprofit, and both of those are, like, high on my passions list. Like, yeah. Definitely not going to happen. Um, guys been making it work so far, and it's only getting easier as time goes. So that's what's up. And you won your last. Was that your first like fight in this conference? Yeah, in that in that circuit, yes. Okay. Um, oh, backtrack real quick. Sorry. Okay. Another thing that helps with uh, balancing schedules and just I forgot the exact wording of your question with the social life, but um, you gotta attach yourself to people. Like I know you said you cut certain things off. Mm-hmm. You gotta attach yourself, not necessarily with people that are. Um, about what you're about and doing what you're doing. I think I think that's the misconception. Everybody wants to find people that are like the same as them and we have to be like-minded or we can't be in the same circle. Um, I disagree. It's cool to have some people in your circle that are like-minded, but what's even better is to have people that aren't like-minded, um, but they're still supportive. Okay. They don't try to change you. Um, you guys just have a difference in opinions on some things or how to get certain things done, but they still support you in all you do. Yeah. Um, and so with that, Support isn't just hey you can do it, but sometimes they, they actually assist. Especially with the nonprofit, I have so many people that have kind of put their hands in now. We have like maybe twenty people on staff now. Yeah, good. Um, and so we clearly all don't think alike. Yeah. Uh, but that's what makes it so beautiful, and that's what makes the work get done because we have all these different minds coming together to find solutions. Versus before it was just me or me and a couple of people that thought like me. So mm-hmm. now we're not really getting anywhere. So it's finding people that are supportive of you and your goals and are willing to to help. I think that's the, the big thing in balancing life and finding that social life, too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Girls might be a little bit more catty now. This is not, like, my intimate circle. <laughs> Immediate circle. I'm not talking about y'all because I know they're going to listen. But we could be a little catty, you know, and I don't know if the support is the highest on the list. And that's what's so hard with, like, going out there and trying new things. And that's why I had to kind of take some time last week. That's not like that for males. I'm just asking. Um, no, it, it might be worse for males because males feel like um, there can only be one king. Yeah. You know, and so I, I would I venture to say it's definitely worse for males. So it's really hard to find those people that are genuine and truly supportive versus those that are gonna 
be supportive as long as it doesn't look like you're going to take their spot or you're going to be up next. You know, if males feel threatened, this is generally speaking, not everybody. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed that a lot of times when certain males feel threatened or feel like you're up next, then they, one, stop helping. Two, they intentionally hurt. Um, they'll be, like, malicious about things or be dishonest about things. Like, it's, 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 it's a vicious cycle, honestly. So the key is just finding those people are genuine. Yeah. How to do it. I don't know. My my vibrator is just really really high, so I haven't figured out how to tell other people to do it yet. But you just gotta, you know, test the word. I will say this: um, I'm a fan of when somebody shows you who they are. That's it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> Believe them. Oh, maybe they didn't. No, nah, they meant it. They man. meant that. <laughs> so. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. I, that's hard for me. I'm a Virgo. I don't know if you believe in astrology. But we latch on. We love hard. And mm. it's so hard to, like, lose friends or people you thought you were they were your friends. I love them from a distance. I'm a Virgo, too. Okay, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I love them from a distance. Yeah, you're cool. You know, you ain't really treat me right. That's okay. See, I learned this, too. Um, things should be done in love. Um, I used to treat people how they treated me. Yeah. Um, but at this point in life, if it doesn't cost me my, you know, my health or my wealth or just my general peace, I'm not going to treat you how you treat me. I'm going to treat you better. Okay. So. I'm going to take that. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. Now I'm going to dive in all in your business. <laughs> so can you, like, date and be in a relationship while you got all this going on? Can you? Yeah. <laughs> more of an answer? Yeah. You want to talk about this one? <laughs> so honestly... Last homecoming, uh, or around homecoming, yeah, last homecoming, I was dating somebody before, like, you know, like, literally dating, just, like, talking type of thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel a whole lot of support, but on paper, like, we both just looked great. Yeah. You know, so I was like, all right, well, I can stick around, see how things go, whatever. Um, we both had pretty strong faith. Like, on, on paper, it just looked good. Both did the counseling thing, but I had some things that happened in my life that were, like, very just... I don't know, negative impact overall, just life was, I was at all time low. I started kind of reverting back to my thoughts that I'd have in high school when I was hanging around certain friends where we might do things that we probably shouldn't have did. Um, there were people that I, I, I wanted to hurt that I uh, actually attempted to hurt. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at hurt. <laughs> but... Um, that was just a really bad spot for me because I, I knew what I wanted to do. I attempted to do it, and I was okay with doing it, and I was going to keep trying until it happened um, just because they brought so much trouble in my life with just different just lies and putting things out into the world that just were so far from the truth, and I just I just couldn't handle it. Um, homecoming rolled around, um, went to Primo, has a party on a boat every year for homecoming, went to the boat party. Um, this woman I went to school with named Natalie introduced me to her cousin. Uh, thought we were just going to be cool, just be friends, because, you know, I'm not out. One, I was already kind of talking to somebody else, so, you know, there's that. And then two, I definitely wasn't looking to, to jump into anything, so we were literally just supposed to be friends. But um, we somehow ended up talking after that day. She doesn't even live here. She lives, like, out of state. Um, we ended up talking after that day, and... She was, like, asking me about what was going on, but, like, from a sense of care, not, like, hey, how was your day? But, like, she just, she, oh, you seem bothered by something. Like, what's up? Like, oh, do you want to pray about it? Like, mm. like do I want to what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I've heard people say all the time, like, hey, I prayed for you. And so it's like, oh, yeah, she prays for me. And that's cool, but it wasn't, like, a pray for me. It was a pray for me and praise with me. Yeah. And then it was, like, if I didn't want to pray, she was like, okay, well, I'll pray. You ready? Like, I don't know. It was just a very different experience. Um, 
words of affirmation were just coming right and left. Um, it was it was ridiculous. So I got to the point where I had to tell the other one, I said, hey, um, well, one, we haven't talked in like two weeks, so this shouldn't be too much of a surprise. <laughs> but um, I, I am talking to somebody else now. Uh, I, I, t- I was very honest about everything, very transparent. See, that's one thing I do believe in. I think you have to be um, honest. You have to be at the top of the list. If you're honest with somebody and they still try to indulge or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. now you didn't play them. You know, they decided to do that on their own. Yeah. So I kept it funky with her, told her everything that was going on, told her I didn't feel, you know, that she was supportive with anything that I had going on. Um, I kept, I was brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also told her about the other one. So okay. I said, you know, I can't. I'm not the kind of person that can do I, I can't talk to both of you. <laughs> right. Because um, if I'm, like you say, you're a burger, you love hard. Yeah. So if I'm going to deal with one person, then I'm, I'm literally not going to even yeah. have the capacity to deal with you at the same time. Yeah. So I just kind of told everything that was going on. But um, the other one I was talking about, I ain't going to say no names because we're not finding no Instagrams or tagging. That's nothing. right. Names, but, uh, <laughs> no names. <laughs> but she was just, I don't know, she was just real cool, very supportive, super supportive. Um good for like me and my soul and she's the one that gave me that whole list idea she actually created kind of like a it was like a google doc but it's in your cell phone it's like a in your memos pad where you can connect them together oh cool so we have it's like an app this. It's, it's really no it's already on your phone it's like the let me see i'm gonna pull it up right now for you it's the notes pad oh and so i'm gonna show you I know you never use the notepad brady no but look you didn't know you could connect them together so we can both look at the same list oh. at the same time oh okay and so there's oh, like, that's nice. we like list things out we have monthly goals and you just kind of check them off as they go so just help me oh, get wow. my, my life in order what needs to happen when it needs to happen I used to spend a lot of money too so she kind of uh, tied me up with that too it was like yo you're spending money for no reason yeah <laughs> um I don't know she's definitely a positive impact on my life and I think that she made it easier to do all the things that I'm doing now Okay. versus taking away from it. And so that's why I say you got to find people that are there to be supportive versus people that are there to say, oh, hey, you need to spend more time with me because this, 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 and this. Uh, she knew I had a, a game plan. She knew I had a lot I wanted to do, and she said, how can I help? Yeah. Not, now you need to cut that off the list so me and you can do this, this, and this. So That's what's up. Yeah, no, I'm not so lucky. <laughs> I've always struggled <laughs> It'd be cool. Find it. Cause I was like, oh, other thing. Like I said, that was a complete accident. Like, yeah. Even when I met her, I said we were supposed to be friends, but that wasn't even really true. Like, it's homecoming. I don't know you. You're not from here. You didn't even go. She didn't even go to Hampton. She just came with her cousin. Yeah. So I was like, we'll be cool. You know, we'll we'll like each other's pictures on Instagram. But that was that was that the was homecoming. It. I thought it wasn't gonna get any further yeah. than Instagram likes and maybe maybe a DM slide on Snapchat. Just just. To, because yeah so that was a complete accident so i do think it'll happen it'll be on accident though yeah that probably will i think i'm just so focused and a lot of times like when i meet somebody like i don't really have time Mm -hmm. that's the hard thing but eventually i'm in a space where i'm not even concerned about that though i'm so focused on myself yeah i'm like very selfish with my time and Mm -hmm. just really getting down with the creator right now as you should be (laughs) <laughs> so that's good to know that you definitely can um, balance all that. If you can't, it's she the wrong needs person. It's the wrong person. If you can't balance it at the same time, it's because you're dealing with the wrong person. Okay. That's hmm. just my opinion. That's true. I mean, and I feel like I put a lot on hold, like to deal with that, because at one point that was like a priority of mine. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you followed me on Snapchat. You heard my stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, I want to get into the last segment of my favorite, Righteous and Ratchet. 
it is um, homecoming season. Do you have anything planned? Do I? Um, so it's our 10-year uh, anniversary. Oh, wow. Uh, not from college, but when we crossed. So me and my line brothers will take over Hampton University's campus from <laughs> at least Thursday to Sunday of homecoming. Um, there are also a lot of other homecomings coming up in the area. I'll probably go to Norfolk State just because I rock with some of them. But um, homecoming's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, um, my homecoming is actually this Friday, and oh, I'm yeah. like... Really looking forward to it, and I just started ordering my outfit. So. Oh, wait. Where, where'd you go to school? Winston-Salem State. Oh, no, I ain't going to be able to fade that. That's too far. So, you know how sometimes you go and you see things and see people you didn't want to see? It's mm -hmm. real short. I want a revenge, but God gave me peace. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you got to do things from a place of love, remember? I know. Treat okay. people better than they treat you. That's right. Okay, you don't like that one. All right, let's try this one. I like that one. You did? I didn't even know what you said. You didn't say it. I was going to wait. Do both, uh, quick. Okay. Healing doesn't have to look magical or pretty. Real healing is hard, exhausting, and draining. Let yourself go through it. Don't try to paint it as anything other than what it is. Be there for yourself with no judgment. I'm thinking. Processing. It's okay. And my last one was, my growth came when I realized that I do not have to experience life the way I was told to. Mm. I think those two, did they connect or were those two separate posts? They were two separate posts. Those went together perfectly. Um, as I feel like as you go through that healing journey, you realize that um, things are going to be what they are, not what somebody else said they are. Yeah. And so you either adjust and recover or recoup and make it happen, or you spend your life trying to make your life fit into somebody else's opinion of what it should be and I don't know you're just hurting yourself I don't know it's so hard but that kind of went back to what I was talking about earlier as far as like being cool or trying to be cool once I stopped doing what I thought people thought was cool and started doing what I wanted to do and told myself hey this is cool things were just so much easier and I don't know I like that one that was good that was a good one I'm gonna talk about peace um, going into homecoming when y'all be on the yard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Whatever you left, I think it's good to not leave it in pieces and leave it in peace. Um, you know, talk to the creator before you go. You know, <laughs> make sure your <laughs> your mind is right and you don't revert back and be petty while so you're while you're on the yard, huh? That's dangerous. It's I know, dangerous. I don't know where you're going, but that, that could backfire. What you mean? So I, I too believe in, you know, leaving things in peace, not pieces, but... So, for example, like the whole closure thing. Everybody ain't gonna get closure. Yeah, but we're talking, like, by now y'all should have closure. It's five years out. Five, six, seven years. Like, that's what you thought. I know people that are still looking for stuff. And it's like, no, because every time we try to have a conversation, I try to let you know where I am and why I am where I am. You come into this space where you're like, oh, well, let's try it again. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what this conversation is about. So sometimes you have to, I feel like, leave things in pieces, you know, otherwise you're going to be in a situation where you're in pieces. Yeah. So you got to learn, you know, sometimes you just got to cut people off. Give, give it a good try to, you know, r repair it and see if we can be mature adults about things. But if we can't respect each other's decisions and boundaries, then pieces it will be. Yeah. The best revenge is no revenge. I've learned that. So thank you so much for sitting thank with you. me. Um, you guys, make sure you like and subscribe, and I'll see you on the next episode. Like and subscribe. All her stuff is on the Instagram name, BP Trilogy. <laughs>
BP trilogy. That's for all you can do. All right. It's your crown. Put on your crown.